The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children, those who feel that certain Democratic candidates need to renounce fisting and rimming, or my mother. Mom, I know you want to be supportive of my endeavor, but seriously, stop the podcast and put the iPad down. Listener discretion is advised. Harry Prong Companion, a podcast of wholesome kink and perverted crafting. I'm Shar King. I'm Lansing Mike. And we are not recording live from the Congress Hotel in downtown Chicago. Yes. Yeah, no, we're it in the usual studio. Yeah. Nope, not doing anything. I'm not I'm not at IML, I'm not at Campit, I'm not at Creek Ridge. I'm getting stuff done and being productive but and I'm also being social but yeah. not doing anything kinky. <laughs> I, I was thinking of maybe doing Creek Ridge but the forecast for the weekend was too damn. Well I have friends who are doing it for the checking it out for the first time this weekend and mm-hmm. and they offered like hey it's like I they're friends who I've done stuff with in the past so they're like hey if you need a place to crash our tents open and I'm like that is super tempting but also I just don't have the time. <laughs> don't don't have the Damn time. Got, got a bunch of other things that need doing. Yes. Um, so there's no. So I listened to it. Was, it's always interesting to hear podcasts. I was not part of. <laughs> there's there several of them. Um, I think uh, Crow did a great job with his little. Well, it was. I thought it'd be a full episode. So when it was ten minutes, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, but that's that's nice why I listed it as a bonus. Yeah. Uh, the original plan was that I would slot that in somewhere in the episode itself. Mm. But we just had so much material. I'm like, it, and and because it was so well done. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Kudos to Crow. Um, well, he's been trained to speak. It, so. Yes. <laughs> and that, that training has been effective. Toastmaster. Oh, it is. Yeah. My boss has gone through that. And he's still a shitty speaker. But he's so <laughs> far beyond what he used to be. I mean, it was like gnaw your arm off to escape from the company camp out kind of <laughs> speeches before that would just go on for too fucking long and be senseless. And mm-hmm. now they're simply, they're right. still senseless, but they're much shorter. It's, it's a nice, you know, brevity of silliness. Um, but Crows was like, no, uh, very nice. Well, well, yeah. well done. And, you know, I told Crow 10 minutes and 10 <laughs> minutes. I don't know how many takes it took. Because uh, I only got the the final copy, but yeah, you you hit the brief. I need ten yeah, minutes I, of I what you did at class. I don't want to think there were takes. I want to think that it was just like you started recording and then boom, you're done. It was ten minutes. I'm gonna in my mind, it's like you're that professional. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but also speaking of professional, uh, I thought uh, Boy Fargo was I, again almost called him Pup Fargo because I. I always think of people as pups, but no, boy, Fargo yeah. did a great job. I thought uh, stepping in and telling us all of the what he had been up to. Um, I guess we'll hear from him in the future because he is at IML. He this is at IML and fun, and will be um, around the country for the next week. Oh. So yeah, he uh, yeah he, he's gonna miss. Uh, everything except for the final week of rehearsal. <laughs> well, yeah. well, we'll find out. Yeah. Um, well, uh, so uh, what else was there? Uh, oh, uh, I guess tonight, yes, is the uh, 
IML competition. Yeah, so, the, the the crowning, the sashing. So yeah. good luck to you know Will Baker, who's our Mister Michigan Leather, who's mm-hmm. a Lansingite. So I'm sure he's having an incredible time because it is an incredible experience, and yes. there can only be one winner, but. That's okay. You still get a really fucking cool medallion out of it that you can yeah. wear to the bar and get lots of favorable attention from. Because and maybe the sexy. occasional free drink. Um, I also want to wish um, Pup Amp mm-hmm. um, good luck at IML. because Is he competing also? He is because he won Mr. Friendly San Francisco and okay. that fed into IML. Oh, so, so interesting. Yeah, that... So we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, we we record this on Sunday, so we don't know who has won IML yet, yes. even though this comes out on Wednesdays. But uh, yeah, because it takes me that long to edit the thing. But with Monday being Memorial Day, I might have it done early. Still gonna mm-hmm. try and post it at the normal time. I'm babbling, uh, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so that's that. So that's one thing we're missing. Um, it's a weekend. That, like I said, I know people who are at camping. I know people who are at Creek yeah. Ridge. But it's also been there's been warm times with sun, but a lot of rain and lot, yeah, it's been I, very wet. Would not be a time I want. I almost bought some camping gear. It's like goddamn you, Costco. <laughs> like, I don't need a new sleeping bag, but I do like that one. Oh, this bed. Oh, this chair. Oh, this tent. Maybe I need a bigger tent. There's a six-person tent for very cheap at Costco. I'm like, do I really need that big? And it's like, well, if you're car camping, then it doesn't matter how big it is. Right. It's in a trunk. And it's like, well, my little backpacking tent suffices, but maybe it'd be nice to have one you could actually stand in or sit in. Well, or... if if you upgrade to the six-man, maybe I'll buy your backpacking tent off. Oh, no, no. I still need the backpacking oh, tent. For, for actual backpacking. Well, or just sometimes I don't want to deal with, you know. The, the big one. Yeah. All right. Oh, no, no. I No, it's my... Oh, my God. On sale at Dick's. So, if you just need a... It's a coffin tent. You can't even fit yourself and the backpack in it. Let's put it that way, though. Without okay. using the backpack as a really lumpy pillow or a footrest that raises your feet. Because I've, like... I don't want... I want my backpack in the tent with me at night. Just, well, for security reasons. Also, mm-hmm. if it's raining. But it doesn't fit that well in there. So, it's like, oh, it's literally big enough to sleep in. It is a literally a one man tent. Yes. It's just room enough for the one man. Uh, all right. Well, I'm, I might go to Dick's. I love Dick's. Um, it's a great store. Dick's um, REI also great camping stuff. I mean, I prefer REI to anything else. So it's like if you can go to REI, but that's in a different city. Uh, but was, the amusing thing I found from uh, listening to it was they're like, oh well, you know. Well, first of all, you were recording on the weekend I was at PenguinCon, so I wasn't right, back. Right. And that's the main reason why I wasn't part of it. Not um, because I didn't take part in all the things you were talking about, but I wasn't here. You're like, oh, we're going to cover things you weren't at. So I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, thing is, though, you're like, well, Lansing Mike's didn't do anything kinky. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, child. Or bitch, please. Whichever uh, way you want to go with it. Probably bitch, please. <laughs> um, let's see. I, one thing I did was I had a double date with couples. Like, not going out with a couple and calling that a double date, but two separate couples wanting to be together the same night. And I'm like, how do you manage this one? Um, the uh, Because uh, they're both couples I've done stuff with in the past, mm-hmm. and they're fun. Um, and even if there wasn't, like, a physical spark, these are people I'd want to hang out with because they're interesting people. And uh, so, uh, couple A, we'll call them, because they tend to be more available. They don't have a lot of pressing time things, so they... Are available a lot more often. We're like, hey, what you doing? I'm like, well, you know, I'm busy, but Friday's open. It's like, okay, let's hang out Friday. I'm like, cool. 
Uh, then Friday morning, couple B texts is like, what are you doing tonight? I'm like, ah, oh, shit. shit. <laughs> it's like, why does it, you know, when it rains and pours, it's like feast or famine. It's like, why couldn't these have been a day off? And I'm like, well, I'm busy. And it's like, what are you doing after you're busy? I'm like, no, it's kind of busy. That's <laughs> after I'm done, I'm not going to be in any condition for any anything else. And it's like, oh, it's like, fair enough. And, like, you know, they're adults. So they're like, yeah, fair enough. And it's like, yep. Um, but I felt bad. But it's like, still, like giving up something fun for something else that's fun. Oh, oh, no. Or, oh, no. Well, um, or <laughs> trouble is throughout the day, I was starting not feeling it. Stomach, gut stuff was going on. Nothing messy, but I'm not feeling 100%. I'm not feeling sexy, and I'm not feeling like I want to really be doing stuff tonight. But the the, thing, the the nail in that coffin was realizing I had a gift certificate that expired that night for Esquire. It's like, I'm not giving up $20. <laughs> God damn it. Um, and uh, so I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Texted both couples and was like, hey, I'm not up for any hijinks, but I would like to be social. So Esquire tonight, first round on me. Because also, I'm not going to drink $20 in booze on my own, not feeling the way I was feeling. So it's like, hey, I can be. Yeah, I mean, they, they don't I, have shots of Johnny Walker blue. There. I can I can be Daddy Warbucks. Um, <laughs> the, uh, so we, uh, so I did. And then couple A was like, oh, no, we're, you know, we're just, we're, we just don't feel like being out. We're just going to stay in. It's like, okay, fair enough. And then I think, well, what if a couple of bees is like, no, no, we made other plans. I'd be like, well, I guess I'm going to sit in the corner drinking all my free booze by myself. It's like, which I'm fine with too. <laughs> no, bees like, cool. Uh, so they showed up um, with another person in tow. I'll call that plan B. Because, <laughs> you know, I did not, I told them, it's like, I'm not up for any fun, but I would love to be social. So I don't know if the person they brought was like, okay, we're... Let's put it this way. They were on the make. They they were... They'd had a time... So uh, I was thinking to myself, it's like, you know, they they needed some... They needed fun. And that's why I think they texted. And so this guy, the person they brought was nice. He was very shy and quiet. I wish I'd been more on my game because that's the kind of person I will just chat up myself because mm -hmm. in my heart of hearts, I'm shy, quiet. Um, and then there's like... One of the couple is very outgoing, like kind of talks to strangers and invites people to the table. And it's like, okay, I don't get it, but it's appreciative because, you know, mm -hmm. it's a way to meet people. Uh, so he's like, hey, come join us. And he's like, are you okay with that? I'm like, yeah, more the merrier because this is to hang out with. Um, well, the shy one left. <laughs> like just, it, you know, I, I think that it just wasn't their scene. And it's like, right. And I was like, aw. Um, but then we're chatting up the other ones, and you know, one of the guys are chatting up. Uh, was all flirty, but he's also someone I've never seen hook up with anyone. So I think he likes to be friendly, but who knows if he actually has sex? I don't know, or if he's public about his sex. Uh, the other person, though, they're chatting up was like, you know, at one point in the evening, I kind of leaned over and I was like, "Oh, do you like to do such and such?" And he's like, "Yeah." I'm like. This is going to work out really well. <laughs> you know, I was definitely trying to get it. You know, I was like, if I can't help them out, like, how can I facilitate? Because honestly, in my heart of hearts, was that both sets of couples would show up and then ended up together. <laughs> like, yes, you guys have a wonderful 4G while I go home and relax and read a game book. Yes, this could be the perfect night. <laughs> um, but that didn't happen. Uh, so I'm still like hopeful that they and uh, we end up making out at the table a lot because uh critiques on kissing was happening and so 
they had me sampling done and it was interesting. Mostly I was doing it just because all the meat boys were there. Uh, the people who work at meat, mm -hmm. which is the barbecue place half a block away. I think when they close, they're like, Hey, let's be social. And it's kind of cool that they want to be social with each other. It's like, wow, it must be a nice work environment if you want to drink with your coworkers after the fact. So, uh, they, uh, Esquire's nearby and isn't stupidly priced expensive. Like, the bar right next to me. And that's not stupid expensive. It's just high high end, which means it's not the place you want to just hang out and drink with your friends without right. using up all your tips for the day. Um, so they're there. Uh, they're well behaved. I mean, they weren't shrieking. They weren't, you know, being annoying. They were just having, you know, they took over the kink corner with the one we normally take over. <laughs> um, but I also felt like Okay, that's cool, but I do feel like being extra queer in front of them because, like, remember, this is a gay bar, and guys will be making out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to make you feel uncomfortable, but just know where you are. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so I, um, so there's a lot of kissing, which is getting me worked up. So when the other guy also, like, bowed out, I'm like, oh, now I feel responsible. And I'm like, okay, I told him, I'm not up for certain things but i'm up for some stuff and uh but by that point when we finally were like heading out we're like yeah we're no one's really in a condition to really do anything yeah like you know it'd been late we'd been there all night drinking all night i wasn't 100 percent. someone else was like not 100 percent. and uh, luckily the designated driver was all like can we do a rain check and i'm like yes that would be really good not you know <laughs> not that i'm happy to miss out on a fun night but a more fun night could be had if we actually planned this. Right. And then I wouldn't feel guilty that I'd blown off one couple to do stuff with another couple, which is why I said I wouldn't do it in the first place, but it was kind of heading that way. So so that was uh, that night. Um, then we go to PenguinCon, which, like I said, it's a sci-fi convention that's part literature, part Linux open source tech stuff. Mm -hmm. The literature stuff has been lessening over the years my friend who goes there just for the book she's like yeah there wasn't there's not as much book stuff as there used to be it's like yeah true uh the kink stuff has really gone up though yeah the after hours kink paneling um they had uh they had a panel on caning uh electro play two panels on flogging consent uh several other panels that were more like 101s like introductions like oh these are the basics you need to know safe right. safe rope play um, and, uh, it was interesting. The consent panel was also the vetting, uh, panel for the, uh, play party that was going to happen Saturday night. Uh, there was a private play party going on and in order to go to it, you had to have gone through the consent panel and, you know, that's also where they explained the rules of the, uh, the play party. And basically the rules were don't touch anyone or anything that you're not, you haven't asked to touch. And also, uh, no exposed genitalia and no penetration. And tits are exposed only if the hostess is, like, cool with it. And the hostess was cool with it. But, uh, yeah, it was it was a play party, not a sex party. Mm -hmm. um, so I went to that and uh, saw some uh, some wax play, some knife play, a lot of spanking, uh, some flogging, including one beautiful guy who just had this broad back and he just stripped to the waist. And I think it was his first time being flogged. And I was like, ooh, it was, it was pleasant to watch. Um, so not a lot of people were participating, more people were watching, and I think, like, if someone was free, one of the demonstrators was free, you could kind of approach them and say, hey, I'd like to try this out. Because one of the demonstrators was someone I know casually, 
he's he's really pretty. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, anyways, I knew him from other conventions, and I was like, oh. And so it was nice to have talked to him because at the end of it all, he I'm like, the party's like going Winding away. Down. And uh, they're about to start chasing people out. And he's like, yeah, it's been four hours of just throwing a paddle or a flogger. It's like, I'm pretty whipped. <laughs> it's like, ah. And uh, so, yeah, it was it was, a, it, it was kink. I'd say it was more kinky than a first Friday. Less kinky than Claw, but somewhere around DBC. But, yeah, and, and less sex than DBC. Uh, they actually, there was a sex party. Um, but it was very private. It was on a non-party floor. And it was, uh, I, I knew people who were going to it, but I didn't know them well enough to get pulled along with. I'm like, oh, there's sexy fun times happening and I'm not <laughs> invited. It's like, darn it. <laughs> it's like high school all over again. No. Um, the, uh, the other interesting thing about hanging out with a couple on Friday, mm-hmm. I do have a bad habit of getting to really heated political debates with people I've slept with, it seems. Things came up and I felt a need to like, you know, not play devil's advocate because that's pretty much like just being douchey. Uh, more like uh, challenging opinions. If I hear opinion, it needs to be challenged because you're you're being Socratic. Um, yeah, I mean, any opinion worth having is worth challenging because if it survives the challenge, it's stronger and more truthful. And if you're willing to be open to changing your mind when you get different evidence, it's like. I think that's, you know, mark of actual thinking and intelligence. Right. Because I've changed, you know, I thought to myself, it's like, how open am I? I was like, yeah, I've completely changed on some things I felt strongly about because, you know, a bit of new information came in the picture. I'm like, oh, that's right. Yeah, I was pretty much fucking wrong. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, like yeah. I said, I just had a few, th- you know, yeah. I, I, I've also been practicing telling my story because it's like, okay, what do I have to talk about? And it's like, if I don't edit it, it's going to be an hour and 20 minutes of me talking about <laughs> shit. So, no, we don't, we don't need that. Well, well, no. So, what have you been up to? Well, since, since Claw... Well, since Claw, First Friday, and DBC. Right. So, since the, the first weekend in May, um, Sling Bear had another nude potluck. Oh, yes. Um, and Which I had three different things going on that day, so... Yeah, uh... I was actually able to decline it on Facebook uh, moderately <laughs> in a timely fashion. Right. Uh, we'd, we'd love to have you. Well, the uh, other thing is all three things fell through. Like, of course they did. And so I ended up having to work anyway. So it oh, kind of, well, yeah, a fourth thing popped up. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> Yay, it worked. Um, got to see a, a few people who, um, well, one guy in particular um, who I haven't, really seen since uh, number six oh, okay. closed. Um, we ran into each other just briefly at the claw market mm-hmm. and waved to each other. Um, but yeah, got to have a, a pleasant conversation. Which is and, nice because that's part of the reason why the naked potlucks are popping up to have replace, well, not replace, but to be something for the number sixers that don't have number six anymore. Yeah, right. And, and for this, you know, other group of, you know, nudists, kingsters, um, that are based further southwest. Mm-hmm. Um, so they don't have to drive all the way into uh, Detroit um, to do that. Um, brought way too much food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so much leftovers. I need to be better about bringing less food. Uh, better too time. much than too well, little. True. but And again, leftovers. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah Sling Bear said something to the effect of, 
if there aren't enough leftovers to feed the Russian army, you haven't made enough. Um, My bosses are definitely of that opinion. It's like, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there was some kissing and light groping um, after we had eaten. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, after everybody else had left, it took Sling Bear down to his sling and do what I usually did with him, which is a... a Nice luby hand job. And, so it wasn't a, it wasn't a big play party afterwards. It was more just kind of. Nope. It was just the the two of us okay. afterwards. Um, everybody else kind of broke up. Yeah. This is it's there's not a lot of sexual energy mm-hmm. there. It is mainly just you know hanging out and we just happen to be naked, okay. which um, I enjoy. He enjoys so um, and yeah. After you know the first time there was a bit of play mm-hmm. and. Um, and there was actually a bit of play um, before dinner. Um, one couple had a quick go uh, with his sling because mm-hmm. they were considering buying one, but yeah, that's a $500 investment. Mm-hmm. So Better to try it out first. Exactly, like, hey. yeah. So um, Also, this seems more like the proper course of action is do stuff before, then eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Dan Savage says, fuck first, right? Um so, yeah, per, perhaps um, whenever the next one is, there will be more play uh, beforehand. But, yeah, looking forward to... It's looking like it might be quarterly mm-hmm. right now, um, just because of the level of effort <laughs> it takes. And mm-hmm. um, So, yeah, yeah I, I hope he keeps doing it. Um, I, I think he is going to keep doing it. Question of timing, mm-hmm. of course. Um, and... Yeah, had had a good time and had some good food and good groups and met up with some nice people. Um, Anyone new there that you didn't know already? Uh, no, everybody there okay. I had met at least once before. Okay. So yeah, yeah, and everybody was really comfortable um, with each other. Yeah, some of them I had only met at the previous pop okay. lock. Okay. Um, but so yeah, there was yeah basically broken up between. Um, Old number sixers, which there are a few of, and then um, people more local to him. Okay. Um, and then this Friday, mm-hmm. swung by Esquire. Yes, I heard. I have I have eyes everywhere. <laughs> Your antics were seen. Well, and reported on. I'm like, oh, I'll have to ask him about that. Well, okay, so. Because the, po- uh, the podcast came up when I was with some friends. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we saw your co-host. He was with people. Yes. And things were happening on Friday. I'm like, ah, oh. because I was thinking Friday about 10 o'clock, I mm-hmm. finished up at work. And I'm like, I should do something. I, it's a nice night. I should. And one of the options was walk to Esquire and just grab a drink and come back. Right. Uh, but the option that went out was take a walk on campus and get in 10,000 steps, which I did just at 11.58. Got my car, got home, and thunderstorm. So it's like, okay, that worked out. That worked out quite but, well. Okay, so you were at Esquire. I, I was at Esquire um, because um, Boy Fargo mm-hmm. has um, the relationship between him and the the master that he met at DBC. Mm-hmm. They have decided mutually that that's not going to work. Yes, unfortunate logistics. But lo- lo- yeah, logistics, yeah, reasons. the whole whole host of reasons. No bitterness, but they just sure. realized this ain't gonna work. Mm. So, on the podcast talking about DBC last time, we mentioned the new tattooed boy. Mm-hmm. 
um, got permission from him. He is known on the interwebs as Duro. Okay. His master goes by Doctori, mm-hmm. um, doctor with an E on the end. And Fargo and Doctori have connected. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mentioned my concerns about, you know, the reactions I saw from Duro at DBC, um, how he tended to flinch from oh. every single touch. And I'm like, I'd like to meet this guy. So, Friday night at the Esquire. Meaning Duro's, meaning Duro's sir. Sir. Oh, because knowing how he reacted, it's like, okay, what has caused this? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, um, and, you know, Fargo mm. had, has connected with him and having uh, fun with him and is thinking about and pursuing a relationship mm-hmm. there. And I'm like, I would like to meet this guy. Just see. Um, so we met there at Esquire on Friday and we hit it off. <laughs> I hit off to a degree that um, I, I think Fargo felt a little ignored. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I'm bringing my new sir to the bar and oh, my friend. Oh. Oh, and they are. And now, and now I'm third wheel. Oh, dear. And like, God damn it, this is not what I expected. Yeah, you know, probably should have dialed it back, but, um, but, no, uh, the master did relate to me that, um, Duro had been like that when he found him, Mm -hmm. um, so, there, he, he may have other issues going further back, but I'm like, okay, and, every time you say Duro, I hear, I picture Duro's from Star Wars, like Cad Bane, and it's like, they're the alien race with the big red eyes and the kind of the greenish gray skin and like no nose. Yeah. Duros. And it's like that. So when you say that, I'm, I'm picturing a Duro and it's like, oh, kind of sexy. Yeah. Cad Bane is fucking sexy. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, and Duro and Doctor are both switches. Okay. Doctor is also looking to explore pub. Okay. And I'm like, you've come to the right guy. And, so, yeah, it will be interesting to see um, how all of this progresses on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now, are they local? Or do they have to come from a distance? Or um, They are based near Detroit. Okay. Dr. Ori, pass, he said he passes through Lansing on more or less a weekly basis. Okay. So well, hopefully he can swing through on a first Friday. On a first Friday. Although he, this coming first Friday will be problematic as it's complicated. Yeah, that, well, and he said he won't be able to make that one, but they will be at DVC. Oh. Um, so uh, Fargo, however, won't be able to make DVC okay. on the first. I'm still debating if I am. Scott Thompson is doing the Buddy Cole monologues in Detroit on the first. I was like, God damn it. It's like, what's what's queer? Like, you know, DVC or Buddy Cole? Fuck. <laughs> they, they, they are equally queer. Queer. Yes. Um, I I understand how you are torn, and and you know if I have friends who are really tempted to go because they're big kids in the hall fans. So if I didn't have a crowd of people who were like really wanting to go, it'd be like, oh no, I'm not gonna go by myself. But oh, okay. So and, we'll and, see. You know, kids in the hall was the gay media that changed my life, as and, I told Matt Baum. And kind of brought about this podcast. <laughs> kind of brought about this. <laughs> yes. Oh. Okay, yeah, sorry. so yeah, it, it's unfortunate that I won't be able to make that. Um, and yeah, Fargo will still be out of 
town he's okay. getting back. It's yeah. it's a debate. I, I'm going to talk to the friends who I might go with. I'm seeing tonight, so I think there'll be discussions of our we're going to really which one we're going to do. Mm-hmm. So it's still kind of a fifty fifty coin toss for me, Scott Thompson or DBC. Because okay. I missed last DBC, and I'm going to be missing the August DBC. I know. And okay. Who knows what the July DBC is like because it's so close to the fourth and right. You know, I don't know. So part of me feels I need to go, but another part of me is like Scott Thompson. Uh, <laughs> right. And you know, DBC is there every month. And how often does Scott Thompson perform in Detroit? Well, yeah. yeah. Um, um, so uh, at least twice that I've seen, but that was with the rest of the people. So it'd be yeah. interesting to see him on his own. Uh, okay. Go on. Sorry. Um, so I remember, there's two more things I kind of need to bring up. Yeah, no, so I was just going to say we'll have a, a full report on okay. um, all the horrible things that the two of us end up doing to Duro um, at DBC. And and we and when we were there at Esquire, we discussed ways that the two of us can do horrible and slightly different things. But a, a, a tandem scene with with all four of us and um, each person bringing different things to the table exactly so um the thing i uh, PenguinCon at the end tail end um in fact it made us stay there an extra half an hour because my friends were ready to leave they um i was in the con suite just you know grabbing a last pop or something mm-hmm. talking to some friends saying goodbye and a guy who i've been seeing all weekend um was like joined our group and was talking and we had actually a really good conversation for like half an hour and we're talking about podcasts and the th- um, he was wearing a he was wearing a backpack that uh, oh god oh a fort trough backpack <laughs> so I'm like oh okay he's of our tribe and um, you know we're having a good conversation talking about kink stuff podcast and I mentioned this podcast and he's like oh and what's the name of that and I explain he's like wait I heard you on off the cuff and I'm like no you heard my co-host off the cuff yes. yeah. and it's like oh so he's actually had listened to us. Um, we're not his thing though. He's not into no. conversational podcasts like people. What we are? Yeah, no, we're a very conversational yeah. podcast, and it's just not his taste. So I'm like, fair enough. Um, but it was just really funny because um, I had seen him on Recon earlier in the weekend mm-hmm. and didn't realize it was him because the pictures looked a little different. Mm-hmm. But um, I kind of like as I'm leaving, we hadn't met. You know, I said, "Well, goodbye." He's like, "Yeah, take care," and we hadn't exchanged any information. I'm like, "Ah," oh. so I'm like in the car. We're leaving. I go on Recon. And it's like is that the guy? It's like, it might be. So I texted and like, hey, it was a good conversation in the con suite. If we didn't just have a conversation in the con suite, my apologies, never mind. And he's like, nope, that was me, LOL. And it's like, oh, because you have this profile. Oh, pretty pictures, lovely tattoos, and then explain what he likes having done to him, especially having done to his ass. I'm like, oh, oh. nice. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so that was cool. Um, you know, I'm shy and nothing's going to come of it, but it was pleasant. Um, the, uh, what was the, uh, other thing, uh, cause I told him about DBC right. and, uh, Creek Ridge and all those, because it's like, he, he's local, he lives near in Detroit. So I'm like, Hey, there's these things that happen. Um, especially if you're into stuff. And I, I, while I was talking to him, I didn't know what he was into because yeah, you I didn't had, realize you had it was looked that, at the full profile. Yeah. yeah I had oh, connected him. The, uh, what was the other thing? Oh, um, so this last week they had Pride Night at the Lansing Lug Nuts. Mm-hmm. And I went there because I'm on a board and we, it was, it was okay. Um, but it was funny because not only was it Pride Night, it was also Dog Night. Where you can bring your dog <laughs> to the thing. And so lots of hot guys with their dogs. I'm like, oh, and I think I really scandalized one of the other LAR board members. Because I'm just like objectifying every cute guy in shorts who had a dog. And it's like, oh, because lots of shorts were out too. 
One of the tables was for an organization called the Pup House. I was really curious. Turns out um, they're trying to get the funds going to make a bar that is dog friendly. Like how you have cat cafes. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're looking at spots and all that. And they're selling bandanas. I bought one because it had all the rainbow stuff on it. Um, I said, oh, I know a certain clientele this could be really popular with. <laughs> and mentioned to them pups, which they were completely like, huh? Huh? And I gave a brief explanation. And I think she was really terrified. But also, <laughs> it's like, well, we're open to anyone. We, we, you know, we, we, are, we want to make an opening, welcoming environment. And I'm like, okay. Oh, boy. Which was also sad because I was explaining to someone else I was working with about pups. And they made a face. And it's like, oh, fuck you. Don't, you're, you're queer too. Don't kink shame others just because it's something you don't understand. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, it's, it's like, I don't understand that they want. It's like, whatever. What? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Pup is still really, really new. new. And, and people don't understand. It's kind of like furries. It's like, oh, what? They just, it's a weird way of fucking. And it's like, no, it's a, it's a different way of socializing. And forming community. And that's what most of these, so many of these communities are. It's like, oh, it's not that we're so much into this. It's just we want to find other people who are cool to hang out with. And, oh, we have a common thing. Cool. Let's use that as an excuse to hang out with each other. And occasionally, fuck. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that was the two things I know I've forgotten about. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. There's the pup house thing. They have a cute logo that looks like a mug, but it's a dog face. And, and now I have this rainbow uh, bandana that we're doing pup night like, what's that for and it's like some place that maybe we need to check out maybe not in full regalia but it could be a lovely place to hang out and giggle <laughs> well and, you know and like hey if you're going to have a pup event hey you know yeah possible but it's still early stages so yeah and I I commend I commend them but I I do worry Based on what I know about Michigan health codes, mm-hmm. so we'll see, we'll see what happens. Well, uh, you have cat cafes. There's one of those opening up in Lansing. Uh, yeah, I can't go to that. I would, <laughs> I would stop breathing. Uh, which, <laughs> well, and also realizing, like seeing other people's dogs, like oh, I like dogs. I have no life that can hold a dog in it. But yeah, um, but. They're saying, yeah, it's, even, it's for people with dogs, but it's also for people who just like dogs and, you know, don't have dogs in their lives. I'm like, yeah. Because especially the corgis. Oh, my God. They're corgis. Yeah, my brother has a corgi. And so cute, but he's 15. And oh. so he doesn't have the corgi energy anymore. Oh. Yeah, his hips are, are fucking... And I'm reminded of a bad joke that I came up with that I should generate a drag persona named Anna Phylaxis. Mm-hmm. Every time she goes on stage, she chokes. <laughs> All right. On to the expert portion of the show, where this week we're talking about con drop and con aftercare, mm-hmm. really. Um, so uh, this is going out on Wednesday. Might be of use to mm-hmm. everyone who's coming back from IML and yes, or camping. I experience yeah. it also from a nice weekend of just anything different that you know, mm-hmm. like when I took my week long vacation backpacking. It's like yeah, coming back. It's like I'm not ready for this. Yeah, no. It, it but contrap is pretty much yeah that feeling. You know, you've had a good weekend. It could be sometimes it's because the weekend was just so busy. There's so much fun stuff that you're just and you don't have the energy you know you right. should have taken off that extra day of work that you didn't and i think more though it's psychological it's like you had such fun 
you're in such an other space that was more, you know, just much better than the day to day that when you get back into the day and day, it's like, okay, I'm not in that cool space anymore. Right. And it's like, okay, back to the drudge, you know? Right. Um, yeah. It, yeah. I know people. I, I know people who it affects deeply. I know some people who go to gaming conventions, and yeah, you can just tell. I hear them do podcasts, and the week after they've been to a con, there's just no energy. They're the, just like the voice is just dead. And no, no, yeah. it's more, more mood. More mood. I think it's yeah. um kind of a you know not bipolar, but you had such great fun, and mm-hmm. now that fun's over, and it's like I'm <sighs> just not having fun. You know. Right. Um. One of the ways that I counteract uh, the Chondra is I, I've made sure for my trips to CLAW and MIR that I have a day at home um, before, I, before I have to go back to work. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, <laughs> I realize that I'm privileged that I'm able to, to take that additional day off. Um, but yeah, just taking that extra time mm-hmm. to... To yeah. rest, rest, to recover, but also kind of recenter yourself. It's like okay, yeah, and, you know, get get slowly move back into your day to day groove. Maybe you know, um, set your alarm a, a, you know not right at mm-hmm. what what you would wake up when you know you need to go to the office, but you know, half hour, hour, you know, depending on, on how, how well you maintain the, um, mm. one, two, three guideline or for me, one, one, two, six. <laughs> but yeah, there's, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, there's other things you could do. Um, I, something I always thought I want to do, but I'd never get around to doing, um, writing about the experience, you know, journaling, uh, writing down what you did that weekend, who you, what you did things with, you know, people you met, things you learned. Uh, to remind yourself, because that will fade. You know, you could do something really exciting like that. There's going to be all this great stuff that, like a dream, will fade over time and you'll the, forget. Yeah, e- even just a week later, I mean. Yeah. You know, from Write it down listening remember, to the podcast. Okay. Relive it and have it down. But also, I think it's a way of kind of seeing the things you, like, what did I do this weekend that was so much fun? How can I incorporate that into my day-to-day living? You know, it's like, oh, wow. This week when I go to work, I'm going to be wearing that really sexy jockstrap I bought. You know, it's like, so I need to have a little bit of IML with me. Or that really sexy cock cage that I bought. Um, or thinking about, well, what do I want to do? You know, the people I met and I exchanged information with. Let's get right into, you know, texting them, seeing how they were doing, how their week was going, uh, continuing those relations. Uh, there's people that I was throwing into a Facebook message system on uh, for PingoCon, so everyone recording. Mm-hmm. Where are you? Oh, we're in the con suite. Oh, we're going to this panel, this. And that's continued on. So we're still oh, yeah. chatting a little bit from that. And these are people in like three different states. And so, you know, I don't know, at one point that's going to finally keep, make me annoyed. And it's like, okay, we're not saying anything useful. Right. <laughs> but because I, you know, I'm friends with all these people on Facebook, so I can always reach out to them. And I will probably see them at future cons. But it's kind of a nice way of continuing it. Uh, there's always things that, yeah, from a con, things you learned. Uh, if you went to a cool panel on something, f- extend that. You know, keep reading up on it. Uh, order that book on flogging or watch some or nice flogging or, videos. Or on saline scrotal inflation mm-hmm. or, or, or whatever happened to tickle your fancy. Yeah, like uh, before, um, before Claw, I got invited to a Claw Pups uh, telegram group. Oh. And... Um, that has continued, um, more or less unabated, uh, ever since I, 
what I have had to do is um, I've turned off notifications okay. um, from that group because... Puppies. Ping, pu- ping, ping. Yes, it, exactly. And there's, you know, a couple hundred of okay. them. So, yeah, that... Yeah, that that group is very very active, and um, yeah, even now, you know, coming up on a month after Claw. Um, also, I found that if I treat it kind of like a hangover, mm-hmm. uh, you know, lots of non-caffeinated liquids, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, ibuprofen. Do liquids come in caffeinated? Wow, that's a concept. Okay. Yeah, water, orange juice. Yeah, you have caffeine in those. It's called coffee. <laughs> well, that, that tends to be a little counterproductive, the especially most of it's not caffeine, but at least it's oh, yeah worthwhile. Okay. Um, and you know, another thing, um, you may want to have a doctor's appointment, mm-hmm. especially for you know kink cons mm-hmm. or ones where there was quite a bit of sexual activity. You might want to have a doctor's appointment scheduled for mm, two weeks. Mm afterwards just to you know get get the quick triple triple swab and make sure that you know you haven't caught anything you haven't passed anything along mm-hmm. um like i i received a report that somebody was exposed to giardia mm-hmm. at claw and that can according to our doctor um that can take up to 25 days mm-hmm. to show symptoms so i shared that in the claw group in the claw group, and I said, "Hey, we have this report that in GR exposure." But how long does it take to uh, be able? To, is there a test for it? Uh, there's a stool. It, okay. it, it would have to be a stool sample under a microscope. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. Um, so I I said to the claw group, "Hey, there's been a report of an exposure or possible exposure mm-hmm. at claw of Giardia. If you are having intestinal issues." You know, go to the doctor. This Giardia does not get better on its own. And you need some rather intense medication because it's a yeah, multicellular parasite. And yeah, so, um, which is always fun to try and get rid of. Uh, and I caught hell for sharing that information. And I'm like, dude, really? I'm like, well, that's how we reacted with, you know, AIDS in the early days. It's like before we knew exactly what it was, like, how dare you, you know, kink, you know, kink shame us or, you know, bring yeah. this stuff up. And, you know, it, it's, that's the thing. It's like, I, you know, because we do get a lot of that. Uh, like I said, I had a, someone who, when I was, we were talking about claw, I don't know. No, no, it wouldn't been because, um, that was an in, in incident that happened and I didn't talk about because I haven't been on the thing since claw. I was talking to someone from claw, mm-hmm. was at the chorus, um, talking to someone who'd been to claw and someone was like, oh, what's that? And we explained it to them and said, you know, it's a, you know, there's lots of classes, there's leather, there's kink, and a lot of people hooking up. And it was like, don't people know about AIDS anymore? Was their response. And I was like, okay, how do I process this without ripping out your throat on the spot? And I was like, and I didn't, because uh, basically I was very harsh to them. And I'm like, yeah, there's this thing, it's called... Uh, you know, prep, and there's another thing called condoms. I know you're too old to understand condoms, but, uh, and then I think I also said, oh, I never knew you were a Baptist or Republican. Yeah. Yeah, I, w- I was... Uh, okay, he deserved it, but... <laughs> yeah. 
And, but also wow. afterwards, it's like, did that really help? And it's like, no. But also, this is a person who's said shitty things about other things in the past. So I'm like, well, that's strike three, honey. Don't need to ever have trying to have a conversation with you. But I mean, that was this reaction. It's like, you know, well, you're just going to get diseases from being, you know. And it's like, okay, you're in front of someone who has just talked about being there and having fun. It's like, come on. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, there's a lot of erotophobia and, you know, that. But, you know, it's hard because you see that. And, yeah, the first thing is, like, don't harsh our buzz. But it's like, but also take care of yourself. Yeah, and, yeah, and my intention was never to, and you know, I, I came back and said this, and I said, look, I expressed this to the group because, A, it has a long incubation period, mm-hmm. and, B, it's not part of the standard screen. And it's not something that's going to go away on its own. It's not something that's going to go away on its own. And it's all, it also mimic, you know, the, the symptoms in the early stages, at least, mimic, you know, standard food poisoning. Mm-hmm. So you, you might, think you might get over it and yeah. Yeah. And, surprise. and, you know, a month later you're like, why? So also there's been a record of a possible contamination, you know, it's like, it's, we have a possible, you know, there's a possibility here. Hey, just be aware. Not saying, you know, right. Yeah. Don't do it, but yeah, and don't do anything or change anything. Just be aware. This is more. Yeah, yeah, be, yeah. Be aware that this is a possibility. It's so, like you know, in the days before prep, you're playing around with someone who is HIV positive. It's like, well, now you know. Make sure you wear that condom. You know. Take those extra precautions that you might be lax with if you're just with a stranger. You shouldn't be just lax you, with You should be lax with a stranger. But yeah. if you actually knew someone, you know, was infected, hey, okay, let's be doubly sure on those precautions, you know, back back in those days, you know. Yeah, let, let's, you know, use the condom. Use plenty of lube. and Or, you know, there are 37,000 other ways you can have sexy fun without fluid exchange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, it's, it's, but I think people, yeah, they still will see it as, like, how do you tell me, you know, let's be blunt. It's like, we do have a lot of, you know, uh, entitlement still, especially, yes. I, I, I don't know the demographics of the people who are so up in arms, but I wouldn't be surprised with a bunch of white men. <laughs> well, I mean, just. <laughs> because we are, we are, we are the yeah. most entitled, like, we, and we're, we're also the, you know, the people who are like, don't you dare tell us what we can't do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I've, I've known you know, white guys who argued with cops because it's like, how dare you pull me over? You know, how, oh, dare, you demand, how dare you demand my license? Is was this? It was a coworker who didn't realize you had to have your license on you when you drove. So when he was asked for his license, he's like, what is this? Nazi Germany? It's like, I have to have my Ow. papers. Out my brain. Yep. Out my brain. And the thing was, he still got away with it. Because he was a white guy. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, no, I don't know if that, but it's like you were driving without your license and you got away with it. Wow. Wow. Anyways, um, so, anyways, so on that note, no, but no, I mean, I, it, we, and also, or, you know, people who are well off or with money, you know, being a, we do have a sense of entitlement where it's like, don't you dare tell us or try and shame what our thing. Also, they probably experience real kink shaming and, you might be a bit sensitive to it. It's like, I thought this was a safe space where we could just be dirty fucksters. And it's like, why do you have to bring that shadow of reality to our fantasy life? Yeah. Which is, I mean, right. exactly how, you know, what, how we reacted to AIDS in the early days. It's yeah. like, and it's like, it's, you know, in retrospect, it's like, Hey, no, this was a bad thing. But also in a way it's like, 
but you are. You're basically telling us we can't be who we are because this is what makes us us, you know. Being able to fuck freely is kind of what we see as one of our rights because it was denied to us by society. And now you're saying it's, you know, killing us? Well, you know, it's 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 a hard it's hard to like, you know, accept that sometimes I think. And it's like, oh, so you mean all those, you know, fucking anti sex people are right? It's like, well, they're not right, but in this situation the fucking has there are consequences, there are consequences. Which we sometimes don't want to think about. I think that's it. Having to have consequences, re- reminding us that there are consequences to actions is always a bitter pill. And it's just like, this isn't a place for it. And it's like, well, I don't know. It seemed, I, 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 I think it was, but also know that, yeah, you're going to get... Yeah, and where ninety nine percent of the people who read that say, "Oh yeah, I'm good." A lot of the information. Oh, 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 it's yeah. the one percent who's going to be like, "Yeah, annoyed." I, yeah. I mean, I, you know, there are how many hundreds of people in the claw group? Mm-hmm. I mean, I got a lot of thumbs up. Mm-hmm. I, I got a few shocked, wow reactions, and yeah, yeah, o- like, yeah. O- only a couple of nasty comments. But <laughs> you know that, you know, it's kind of like uh, when we were leaving up uh, gala three years ago. And uh, the chorus conference, and uh, we're on our way out, and there's a press release or a, like an email from Gala. It's like, hey, um, there's too many people seeing too much gay sex happening in the lobbies of the hotels. Can we just tone it down a touch? <laughs> you tell us this now. It's like, I, it's like, damn it. And my response was, damn it. Damn it. I didn't have any gay, <laughs> gay sex, sex in the hotel. lobbies. But I, I think it was like, you know, some people were seeing it as more of a, you know, a gay event. And... And who knows if that was really being seen or if that was just some, you know, people clutching pearls because they saw two men holding hands. It's yeah. like there were no known... In- but, you know, it's funny because, yeah, it's like there is some, you know, blowback from that. And it's like, yeah, fair enough. And so we, I guess you don't want to be having sex in front of people who don't want to witness the sex. But was it really happening? Yeah. Was, was it really sex or, or was it just a, a friendly hug? Or even just making out. Yeah. But you can drop, yeah. Take the things that you love from that weekend and make it part of your life in a way. You know, change your life to be more, you know, the, you know, the fantasy. Yeah. I mean, wear that, that latex um, surf suit under your three-piece suit at work. Um, See, you know, ha- have your, your dog tag. I'm trying to think how comfortable or uncomfortable that would be. Well, if you're wearing a suit at work, there's probably heavily air-conditioned in the first yeah. place. So. <laughs> you know, find find a way to sneak a little sexy and a little kinky into your... You know, Wear your adult diapers under your, you know, outfit and just... Except the trouble is most business suits in that, yeah, the padding would look... And would, yeah, that would look a little... I mean, you know, just happen to carry... A red or a black or a gray or a houndstooth handkerchief. And, you know, just. That came up in discussion last night with mixed crowd, hanky code. So everyone was asking about colors. It's like, oh, I was happy that I knew several offhand. Because a friend, she had a hanky in her pocket. She's like, oh, what was I flagging? It's like, what color was it? And she's like, I think it was blue. I'm like, oh, that's just good old fucking orange, everything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Orange is the one you got to be careful about. But, you know, from from my discussion with straight folks, it's that the hanky code really isn't a thing in in pancake. It, mm-hmm. It's only us gay guys. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. It's, it was hey, there's certain things I really really want, and I need to advertise that. Yeah, and we we can't. You know, it comes from you know sixty seven late sixties seventies where you know you couldn't be 
blatant and obvious about your interests. So you had to be a lot more subtle. And also they didn't have, you know, the internet where there are forums and that for people who are specifically look into what you're into. Exactly. Yeah. You know, how's she going to find that person who's going to, you know, pee all over you? <laughs> yeah. Back pages of a bar rag. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> all right. Crafting. Crafting. I can't think. I can't think. I've been doing anything. I I have I have been working on the the crochet dick uh-huh. um, for Fargo, um, and I went through my yarn, and I I cut back on my collection. Mm-hmm. I'm like I, I went through and asked, does this color and style of yarn spark joy? No. <laughs> and got rid of a bunch of yarn that I was never, mm-hmm. never going to use. Uh, you know, I, I, I've been lying to myself for, mm-hmm. for far too long. Oh, I, yeah, I'll, sure, I'll use this eyelash yarn for oh. something. No. Mm-hmm. I, I'll use this burnt orange. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. So, yeah, got rid of a, got rid of a good chunk of yarn. That, and I'm like, this is old, ugly mm-hmm. It's not worth passing along to anybody, so no, it it's garbage. Moving on with life, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm working on the crochet dick for um, for Fargo. I'm gonna try and give it a mushroom head. We'll see how well that works out, and I should have it done probably by the hmm, June seventh, eighth. Hmm. I can probably get it done by then. Um, yeah, that that'll be a. <laughs> yeah, h- hand it to him just before he goes on stage and say, "Here, uh, <laughs> no, find some place for this." <laughs> no, I I think I'll probably save it for the after party and and say, "Here's a uh, a gift so that you can remember your uh, your first show." They had um, what was it? We uh, yeah, there's a lot of crafting uh, panels at PenguinCon, but I don't think I went to any of them per se. And if I did, I can't remember which ones they were. So. So that's that. Oh. Um, and also related to PangoCon in the, oh. uh, since we talked last, because support for Windows 7 is going away, mm-hmm. I put Linux on oh. my computer. I've got Linux Mint on my machine and it it works. I mean, the, oh. the only thing I'm really missing out on is uh, some of my Steam library that I haven't played in several years. So, oh well. Yeah. Um, what is it? Upcoming events? Uh, well... Let's see, this will be Wednesday, so then uh, two weeks, two weekends from when it comes out, we'll have our chorus concert. Uh, yeah. So this so will... 7th and 8th of June, uh, 7 p.m. at the First Presbyterian Church in Lansing. Uh, Lansing Out Chorus singing their Disney concert. Yep. Come, ha- have, have a gay old time. We'd love to have as many of you as possible. Um, we'll be signing raffle tickets. Mm-hmm. We'll might be selling some other things too and yeah just come, come out for a pleasant evening uh what else is there oh uh well first friday is that friday that we're seeing so well and that's usually yeah. not the night we have anything planned right so, so um it, it might it, be it, we might hit out the bar afterwards i i think i think what i'll do i, I will at least show up because yeah, our may, concert may, ends by Nine, 9 9.30 yeah. we be there, which is, you know, later. Yeah, it's, it, 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 it's early for bar nights, right. but it's later for us when we usually yeah. gather. Whether or not I will be, be there will depend on, because I don't remember right now, uh, which night my f- extended family uh, uh, is showing up. 
So, so yeah. my family is showing up on Friday, but they also like split right after. So. Yeah. so yeah, it'll depend on which night my family shows up and if they want to do something afterwards. Right. But yeah, first Friday should still be happening, perhaps in a slightly later or slightly diminished yeah. capacity. But um, and then, but yeah. DBC is still a go, just the way the the first Saturday falls, where yeah, not, it's not interfered with by our thing. So DBC is still the week before, so that's a go. Yep. Um, and uh, they've got all sorts of weekend events at Creek Ridge Campground. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got their bear contest and their leather contest coming up. Yes. Um, I, I really want to get out there. Uh, one dry weekend. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. The thing is, yeah, I, mean, I don't mind a wet weekend as long as it's warm. Because, you know, it's clothing optional. So, okay, there's a pool, you get wet. Well, big deal. It's yeah. like, you know, you're just going to be damp, you know. Wear your flip flops. Yeah. <laughs> Another reason why flip flops are good. They're open air, so they your feet dry out pretty much yeah, exactly. quickly when after they've been doused. Uh, you know. Yep. Can't think of any yeah. other events that I know of. They're yeah, there's you know, bar events, things like that. But yeah, I mean, there there's always things going on at Menjo's mm-hmm. where the Detroit leather diaspora ended up, um, and heck, make up your own thing. Mm-hmm. You know. Start start your own leather night. You know, be be the uh, be the kink scene that you want your city to have. And uh, so, and when you yeah. do that, tell us about it. Yep, maybe we'll come. And yeah, we might. Yeah, uh, bar night in Sydney, Australia might be a bit of a stretch, but we've been we've gone out Kalamazoo, Grand Rapids, Detroit. Mm-hmm. So if you're in hour ninety minutes, we might make it out to you. Yeah. And, Say hi. And on that note, we've run out of time again. Please send your questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures, project photos, or dirty pictures to harryprone at gmail.com or tweet at us. We are at harryprone.com. Our theme music is Hotspot by Aux, used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. Please be sure to listen to our friends on the internet, Sears of Paris, Linoleum Mike, and Off the Cuffs. Thank you so much for listening. We are your hosts, Sarah Kane. And Lansing Mike. Wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Good night.